guys, this is Stevie. And I'm Violet. And you are listening to Fake News. The podcast that sheds light on pop culture and politics by two millennials who are just trying to figure things out. So sit back and relax, and And let's let's begin. begin. Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 16th episode of Fake News. Hi, Stevie's laughing because I didn't know we started recording. Just messing around. Hey everyone, welcome or welcome back. We're excited to have you here. We have a good week's or a good episode for you. Oh yeah. Good week's worth of content. It's nice and like pissy outside. It's been raining all day long. Hopefully, when you're listening to this, it'll be like nice weather and you'll be in the best mood ever. It's gonna be Tuesday. I think sunny. I'm making that up. I have no idea. (laughs) True. Um, uh, let's get social media out of the way. Hi, follow us on social media, please. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, we are at fake nudes 24. Facebook, if you just search fake nudes, will find us. And then if you'd like to email us, which we really like, I will Venmo you five dollars <laughs> if you put your Venmo name in your email. Dead ass, try me. Ooh, one like one person. <laughs> first come, first, first serve. First person. This is how people work. I like... will screenshot it and post it to our social media <laughs> that I did it. So so you um, have to follow to see if you'll get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cross promotion. Love that. <laughs> um, so I guess you need our email address. <laughs> so it's fakenudes24 at gmail.com. I get thrown off with the at because like... Twitter and Instagram yeah. at, and then right. the emails, the, the at is in the middle. And but I yeah. think we talked about last time, I still don't know where we got the 24 from. 24. But I think it was what? I think it's because when you started it. it yeah, you did find it. Okay. Yes, yeah, so email us and win $5, fakenews24 at gmail.com. What's up? That's us. We'll say hi. We'll even email back. So, everybody, yeah. um, Another week, another president. President, a candidate. Not, no, sorry. Didn't want to get anyone's hopes up. We don't have a new president yeah. just yet. <laughs> We're just working on it. So another week, another candidate is a better way to say that. Uh, this time is Michael Bennett. I don't know who he is. I'm exhausted. But every week is someone new. What do you want me to say, you guys? I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, just a hyperbole I heard from singing in. Um, well, I had to Google, but he's a senator from Colorado. Apparently, he was supposed to announce earlier, and I did just look this up. And he didn't know how his surgery with prostate cancer, like getting the tumor removed, was going to go. So, since he's healed and ready to go, he announced. And I'm like, okay, but if it wasn't 1,500 people already running and established and made their contribution amount to get to the debate field, I would get it. But there are. And I haven't heard any policy, like, changes that you would bring that would be different. So, uh, me and Violet have no fucking idea what the Democratic Party is doing right now. I have no idea what they're doing. I would love lights. Initially, I think we both kind of were under the impression that there was a plan that they were like going in with this like very mindfully and like knew what they were going to do and they were being very strategic about that. 
And I think we're both losing faith in that. I don't know what is going on, and I don't know even who's running anymore. Like, it's like if someone came up to me on the street and was like, I'm running for president, I'd believe them. I'd be like, oh my God, like, yeah, I'm sure you are. Like, it's, and at this point, there's too many people for me to take the time to look, like, very deeply into everybody's history, their policy stances what they plan to do if they become president. I'm just feeling very overwhelmed. You know, a girl's got to work. A girl's got, like, side hustles and, like, social life, too. It's just very overwhelming. I I don't have 21 good friends I keep up with. So yeah. you're asking me, like, no. <laughs> this is not happening. It's just... I feel like, honestly, there needs to be a cap. And I think it needs to be about now. Like... If, I think it should have been like about 10 candidates to go. That's what I mean, but I didn't think it would get here. I honestly thought when we made the jokes. I didn't think jokes. it would get here. We, we are eating our words, sitting there making right. jokes, and that, like it's not a joke anymore. This is too much. It's like by, record, by the time we record again, it'll be 25, and it's like. No, seriously, silly. we're going to record next episode, and there's going to be another one. <laughs> and. It's just going to be like whatever. We like used to say that with like kind of like, yeah, playful. Me, like demeanor about it but now it's like I'm like just waiting like when is it going to stop I don't know like the debates are going to start happening in like uh what's the month May like a, a, a June June I believe so about a month and some change maybe less than a month away the debates are going to be taking place and people are still coming out announcing they're running for president Ah! <laughs> There's a lot. Oh, there is. Well, what else is in the news this week? Um, William Barr, kind of. Because, you know, he was there for like half of it. And then like he was MIA for the rest. Although, if you guys aren't aware, William Barr testified in front of Congress this past week. Uh, Our Attorney General, for those of you who don't know. It was Tuesday he testified in front of the Senate, yeah. uh, one of the Senate committees. And then I think that Wednesday he was supposed to uh, testify in front Wait, of... Wait, he was supposed to testify Thursday as well and didn't. Okay, that's the one he yeah. did. Yeah, well, so he, did he didn't show testify Wednesday. in the House. Right. Only the right. Senate, which, like, oh, like, funny, like, the Senate, uh, well, who, who holds the Senate <laughs> holds right. the House. It's just like, oh, wow, it's kind of kind of weird how that worked out. Also, I didn't know you could refuse that. So, did you hear what Jerry Nadler is? I did see stuff about Nadler, but, like, what is the actual legality of it? So, if you ignore a subpoena, you're held in contempt. Right. So, and, that's illegal. Right. And this is now a fact. So, April 9th, he testified in the House um, that he had no idea. This is when he put out summary before we had the actual Mueller report. Now, I was like... He was like, no collusion, no this, no that. And it's like, one, it's not your job to say if it was or wasn't. You were supposed to actually give us some facts. And then he testified under oath. He had no idea how Mother felt about it. Found out the day before this testimony, Mother had sent him a letter two weeks before he testified saying, you really didn't accurately... Yeah, one, I it was a four-page summary for a 400-page document. Like, yeah, no, you can't that do before. that. Yeah, it it's just, like... It doesn't... It, I don't care really who the person is. I think William Barr is very biased and has somebody in his ear. 
<laughs> obviously. Um, but if, even if that wasn't the case, I would still be suspicious by any four-page report of right. a 400-plus page document. Like, You're I hiding think something. You can't give me all the information that is necessary and applicable in that time in four pages. And and then on top of that, I don't trust William Barr, and I think he is right. Trump's little like worker right Lacky. now. So now I definitely <laughs> don't trust it. But anyway, so he's testifying in Congress about this report. Right. And Kamala Harris, I think, did the best job out of the Democratic senators. I actually really enjoyed. She took him to task. And one thing, and I sound like a hippie, but if I could speak to the senators. So they have five minutes each when they it gets to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched it. Half of these bitches want to sit there and give this opening statement that takes up like two, three minutes and then rush and ask one or two questions. And it's like, no one wants you to... Uh, uh, I lived in Newark, New Jersey for 23 years of my life and I did this and I would have never... No, we don't need all that. You know the facts of the report. Call a bitch out on what you need to talk to him about and then say, hey, my next teammate. Pass off to Kamala. Pass off to Violet. Like, I don't know. Oh, I like my name being part of that. It's just, Kamala was the only person that did that. And, like, literally, he would be like, oh, like, bullshitting her. She'd be like, okay, well, I have another question. Did not let one second of her time be wasted. She didn't even introduce herself. She said, thank you, Chairman, for allowing me to speak. Question. And, cause, and here's, like, yeah, it's like a firing squad. I did. I get very confused, not just on this hearing. I didn't watch this hearing. Well, I watched about the first hour of it, and I didn't watch the whole thing. When our members of Congress seem like they don't have a plan, because I also think right. they I, benefit greatly when they coordinate with each other. Like, I'm going to ask this. It's like, then you can segue into this and, like, have a plan going into it. And use, because it is, like, as you mentioned, it's only five minutes. That time can go by really quickly. Uh, Especially the person answering, quote unquote, I know you guys can't see, but putting air quotes up, answering the question bullshit you, which he was doing on purpose. Yep. So, from, again, I only watched about the first hour from this testimony. I don't really think anything new was said, nothing that was a major headline. It was just. Him defending himself and his decisions when it came to the Mueller report, and so it did make him. So the reason that he can be held in contempt is because he did. That was the thing. I I don't know if it goes back to it, but Kamala is the one that made him admit that he knew how Mueller felt about his summary and didn't care. He literally said he didn't care. So that's actually fine because legally, the. The special counsel is appointed by the attorney general. So when that report is submitted to the attorney general, it is his discretion to say yes, no, maybe so, whatever. But he lied about it, which there comes into the crime. And my new stepmother, Nancy Pelosi, went right up to the stadium and was like, the attorney general of the United States committed a crime and he should go to jail. I love it. She's just straight to the point. Like, She's no bullshit. So that's where the contempt part comes in. It also makes him look like he wasn't a truth person at all of it. Because at first, I don't know if you remember, he was like, yeah, me and Bob were friends. Some of your friends with don't send you letters. 
And I think people need to realize the significance of that. If Bob didn't want this to be submitted for evidence, he wouldn't have wrote in a letter. I don't know if you, the mass public realizes he doesn't speak out in public because he doesn't want to be seen as bipartisan in any way, which I highly respect. Bob Mueller well, you know, is a registered Republican. A lot yeah, he, to b- sit there he, and be in his position has, and not. Uh, I mean, say think about how much has happened too. Like, but you also have to remember the last time a special counsel of this magnitude was appointed was Watergate. Right. And we see how that ended. And and there's so many comparisons to Watergate too. Like if like the things that are happening now, like Watergate wasn't as like. In your face, I guess is a good word. Like, it wasn't as, like, clear that there was criminal activity going on for so long. You, like, we've been knowing this, and now we're just now getting, like, going through the courts and getting the uh, Mueller's report. Um, but just wanted to point that out, that there's, I mean, it's, is, there's so many parallels between the two. It's more than half, because in the report for Watergate, there were three instances of obstruction of justice which made him resign. They're 10 against Trump. Right. Like, it, it's a and joke, it gets to be honest. It's disappointing because, like, obviously, our country needs justice reform. And how can you really advocate, like, on a national level for justice reform when you're seeing firsthand the Justice Department, the justice system, more so fail us so justice poorly. William Barr is the head of our Justice Department currently. And right, I, that's a so problem. you can see the yeah. corruption on a national level so upfront and personal and just like I would say like everyday people can watch this and notice that there's been crimes committed and notice that no action like no justice oriented action is being taken place and then you know your people are still getting arrested for selling like a dime bag of weed on like a corner and like it's just it's very it's putting an even worse taste in my mouth than I already had about our justice system when you're seeing that people in power have the ability to change and direct the, the, the their consequences in any way that they want to. And I think that's a very upsetting message to send our country. Like, I can do whatever I want. I'm this person, and I pull these, like, strings... And, like, these people are my puppets, and I'm getting away with this. And it's so abundantly clear to so many people that they're getting away with it, and we're just sitting here watching it when you feel powerless, you feel hopeless. It's I don't think it's a good look. I would really like to see somebody be held accountable. We're just ones. Literally just ones. I mean, I guess saying that isn't necessarily the case because so many people on Trump's team have been held accountable. But we all know who the main culprit yeah. was, so it's like okay, yes, but it's still that person that we all see and know that is a criminal by our own laws, getting away with it, and also on top of that, running our country. It's just like wow, like oh, this is not comfortable. I'm not cool with that. Two things with that too. If you are a rich white man with political connections. Pretty much, you can just shoot me in the right. It yeah, and also, and I think I've heard this a lot, and I I said before, Trump by I think is just a symptom, and our country is 
that's a disease. hundred percent. Like Mitch McConnell you is just exactly, exactly. So it's like, as much as I want to get him uprooted, the presidential candidates that I listen to the most are the ones that say we have so much work to do outside of just getting him out of the presidency. That's Agreed. square one. Agreed. Like. like- yeah, okay, like, if you're running for president right now, yeah, go ahead, say you, like, sh- we should impeach him or whatnot, but, like, also, like, how, what are you going to do when exactly. you are president? That's what I want to hear more of, and that's what I hope all of the Democrats running now, like, focus on, I, I believe that when it, the race is, like, picking up more and then we see the debates that that's what it will be focused on, but at the same time, I think that, because, like, that's, I think, the smarter way to go about it, but then you have Joe Biden coming out with his announcement being, like, attacking Trump, like, just off the bat, I'm like, well, I agree with you, I do, but, wow, yes, it's already happening, what are you going to do to, like, fix it and fix our country more so? Like, what are you going to do to take action on? I, that's what I want to hear and not Trump is shit president. He needs to be gone. Yeah, we know. I get it. I'm, yes, that's why you're running for president. Like, we, we all know. We It's her, heard you loud and clear. We get it. I think um, because he's a front run, quote unquote, front runner, um, he felt like he had a cushion to do that. I agree with you, though. And Especially after our last episode, I actually watched its entire video and like it was like ninety percent anti-Trump. Which yeah, it was. It was that was the whole message. Which is too much for me because it's like like you said. Okay, yes, get him to fuck up. That's almost like, do you want to breathe? Like yeah, clearly if you have uh, a brain, why you shouldn't been elected in the first? So it's like I, I'm watching your video, Joe Biden, because I want to like get him out. I didn't. Right. I, I don't need you to tell me that we should exactly, get him out. That's exactly. like, isn't that why you're running for president? Like what? Uh, well, speaking of our good buddy Joseph Biden, uh, he is still running for president. Go <laughs> uh, back in the news. Um, Shit. What are we talking about? <laughs> Anita Hill. Yes, Anita Hill. Uh, she, yeah, she came forward um, and said that Joe Biden did give her an apology when they had that conversation, which he did right before he announced. Um, I don't, I don't think I did a great job last time explaining to her relevancy. Um, in 1991, when uh, Clarence Thomas was nominated to be on the Supreme Court, Anita Hill came forward said that when she worked for him as a prosecutor for Kid Ware, he made a bunch of sexual advances towards her. Um, she rejected it multiple times. They were even, like, tape recordings of him being creepy and saying, like, can I take you out on a date? And, like, we don't have to go back to your place. I would just, like, jack off in the bathroom or something. <laughs> like, yeah, he said, like, really weird fucking oh. shit. Um, See, and then, I'm not like, that I'm not very familiar. I know Anita Hill, and I know that she the I I know the very very minimal things about this situation. And I had a lot of people ask me, and I was like, oh, and I don't know if it's because I heard that name so much when I was growing up, and just like how she was. After it happened, everyone was like, "This was fucked up," but it was like no one stepped in when it happened, and it's. The thing I think that is the biggest part of bullshit repeats itself 
almost the exact same thing happened to Janine Blasey Ford. And why Joe Biden got so much shit for that is... Christine. Uh, Christine Blasey Ford. Well, what sorry. did I say? Janine. Oh, I'm sorry. I like, Christine. I, yeah, no, close, definitely. I hate that, I did not. <laughs> I was like, Janine, that's <laughs> Okay, sorry. Go on. No, don't thank you. <laughs> I hate that. We're the worst with names, which we need to not go, but like, we suck. But just... I don't know. I, I almost feel like... Is there some type of litmus test that needs to happen? Because the last five Supreme Court justices that have been appointed are very problematic to me, and they're all Republican, and I'm just like, even the black guy, he's a raper. <laughs> like, cool. I'm totally down for, like, restructuring our entire Supreme Court. Elizabeth Warren said that she would be about having um, terms, and I think that's a very smart thing because I wouldn't have been so upset with Brett Kavanaugh if there was a term. In the United States, is like a lifetime appointment. That is crazy, and probably one of the most important. Exactly. Like if I get appointed, this will never happen because I'm not interested. Not because I can't, but because I'm not interested. If I was ever appointed to be a Supreme Court justice, like, let's say I was, like, 45, and then 10 years later, so I'm 55, right. 20 years later, I'm 65. A lot has happened in those 20 years, like, why not? And, first of all, I'm old. Like, do I really want to be doing that? Like, let somebody who has grown up during these years that, like, is so yeah. formative and, like, going to change the, like, yeah, I think we need a new Supreme Court justice structure. And add more. Like, that's not in the Constitution where it's capped. Nope. Like, we can have more Supreme Court justices. There's no reason why we don't. There's no legal reason at I this point. I think it started with six or seven. Yeah, we can add more, and I think we should. Um, okay, last thing about William Barr. I guess that we, we missed this, but I really wanted to talk about it. The chicken. <laughs> That's funny. We missed that, a really funny point, everyone. Um, that's a good way to end politics, too. Let's, <laughs> you know, yeah, let's end it on this. Why not? It's funny. Uh, so, we had to mention this, right? William Barr, he, he testified, um, but he was also scheduled to testify in front of the House Judiciary Committee. Yes. Uh, did not show up. He was a no-show, which... Um, the yeah. reasoning he gave is that he didn't want to be questioned by lawyers. Um, Which, again, speaking to the Christine Blasey Ford, what did the Republicans do? Oh, hired a lawyer to ask the questions. Like, calm down. You guys did it too. Well, the funny thing was, though, and every single person, Republican and Democrat, said, okay, that's fine. You didn't say this until the day before. Didn't give us a chance to respond. That's another reason I think they bought the chicken because it was like they all said, "Okay, we'll just question you then if it's well, we such a big told deal." Him yet. So the chicken. So Senator, or not Senator? Excuse me, Republican Cohen, right? Republican Cohen. <laughs> On the. Not Andy Cohen. I love Andy Cohen. Oh my god! I don't even want to say this, but it's like I I think it's funny, but I'm also very concerned about what has happened. William Barr doesn't come, so they're they're ready for this hearing. And Representative Cohen, I believe, brought a statue, like a little figurine, maybe is a better word, of a chicken. Like um, so like a clay fixture of a chicken. And then also on top of that, 
On top of that, brought a bucket of KFC chicken to this hearing and continued to eat this chicken through the hearing. Here's my thought. With the, the NBC. Hearing, hearing happened at, like, what time? Like, and It was in the morning. Yeah, it was before noon. How did you right. get that chicken? <laughs> You better not be eating that from the night before. Like, how did you get that chicken? Where's KFC open? Until Violet showed me, I don't know if he actually ate it. Like, I thought he just bought it. Bo- and literally, chicken. you see him eating it. It's like, oh my god. So the set, or keep calling me center. His uh, representative brought a bucket of chicken and this chicken figurine, whatever, to like make the point that William Barr is a chicken for not showing up. And I get it, and I really like the humor behind it, and I like appreciate the pettiness, like as I always do. But at the same time, I'm like, you right, guys, we're pity betties, but still. I, I am, and I I appreciate it from that from the value I hold. But I'm like, you're a Congress member, like an elected this official. Is, this is like, you guys, we're better. Or better than this. Then also, Stevie and I, right before we recorded this, we were watching a video um, of who are they? You know their names? The two black women? Damn themselves. So Fucking Fox black News, trolls. Yeah. Um, black women, like, I guess you would call them pundits. Uh, they want to be. Or, like, want to be. I don't. I think Fox News would classify. I don't know. Anyways, I'm sure it was. racist. Like this is how far this has gone. This damn chicken thing. It's not racist at all. It's ridiculous. That's what I think. It's really like that's not what I want to be seeing happening in Congress. <laughs> that are people making the laws for all of us, you guys, and they're making jokes eating KFC chicken. Like when they're supposed to be like the most boring hearings. Like oh. no, literally, like <laughs> the Attorney General lied to you guys a month ago, and like now we're eating chicken. It just it's crazy. I don't think people understand. Like one, the president is still an uh, unindicted co-conspirator. That has not changed. Um, they've already talked about impeaching Barr because he lied and he will be held in contempt. So it's just like, I don't know when any of this ends. I don't, I don't know where it goes. I also want people to know about Diamond and Silk. Even their parents have come forward and said like, they are doing this for money. Um, they were raised in a conservative quote unquote household, but they legit. They remind me of, uh, what's that white girl's name that was on Facebook that just trolled the fuck out of everybody? Tommy? Yep, Tommy oh, Lawrence. Okay, she, Tommy. They're black to Tommy Lawrence. And they noted that this is the problem with America, especially because since Trump is in president, he's, those are his like black two girls he can call on when people call him racist. He can be like, oh, well, I'm friends with Dominic So. And I don't think other people realize contributions and things you'll get like they're some of the highest paid people from NRA for example that's an issue like you have nothing to do with rifles or gun laws but guess who's paying for you like Republican pundits and it's just it's stuff like that you have to understand what motivates these people they don't necessarily care they just want the money fine that's why I say just black trolls don't listen to what they say and they're not cute yeah (laughs) agree so which is like a nice little segue into you guys. We're gonna start like a new segment. Uh, 
mostly every week. We haven't decided yet, but we're going to call it. Do you want to say the name? You canceled. You canceled. <laughs> so this is going to be a little segment of people that we're done with. We don't want to hear anything more about you. You're done. You're canceled. Goodbye. You're off air. So, Toodles, bitch. This I week, love that <laughs> um, our first ever You're Canceled, Catherine Pugh. I'll let you go into the story behind it. So, Miss Catherine Pugh, until May 2nd of 2019, which was Thursday? Yeah. Yes. So, until Thursday, she was the mayor of Baltimore City. Um, she took office in, I believe, November-ish of 2016. Her dumbass. So, Miss Catherine Pugh is the third consecutive uh, black female mayor of Baltimore City and third mayor to have to resign because of some type of either bribery or like financial gain that is outside of the legal so parameters. the last three know. mayors were all three women of color yes three black women and all three of them have been in okay which I didn't realize it was now okay. Sheila Dixon, who so Catherine Pugh. I know this is off you guys. I'm sorry, but Catherine Pugh was the mayor until now. A guy took over. His name is Bernard Young, who was the city council uh, president. Which just you know how that happens. Before this was Stephanie Valens Blake. She was also accused, but never anything really happened. Before that, though, now when I directly was living in Baltimore before I went to college, Sheila Dixon was my mayor. She was actually indicted. Now, she's the only one that, like, had a true legal proceeding. Kind of like how Nixon sat down when it got heavy. He never actually... I mean, he was impeached, but, like, he never went through trial. Right, like, Bill yeah. Clinton went through the trial. So, Sheila Dixon also got indicted and then winds up resigning. These other two mayors, as soon as kind of the fervor got heavy, they resigned. Of the two, though, Stephen Wallings Blake... I honestly think she could have weathered it. The case against her, if I remember, it was for... All of them were almost for land grants, I think. Sheila Dixon was all these gift cards. And I just remember it being Best Buy gift cards. Because <laughs> I was jealous, honestly, because at the time I wanted a PlayStation 2. And I was like, if I just had one of them gift cards, it would for like $250,000. Who the fuck gets you a gift card? Yeah! Yes, that was the issue. They weren't Sorry, like... guys, you can't see my face. I just gave it a very <laughs> shocked face. I didn't even know you could get a gift card for that amount. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can if you're corrupt. That's the thing. That's actually one of the reasons. So, I don't think whoever she was giving us permits to knew they have to submit something to the IRS when it's way below that. I think a gift card over $1,000. So, like... That's how the red flags, like, first came up, then paper trails, and then, like, the part that breaks my heart about it, these are black women who, I met Stephanie Rollins Blake personally, um, she's the youngest of the two. Oh, also, Miss Cancel, uh, Catherine Pugh is 69 years old, I just think that's funny, um, Sheila Dixon is 65, and Stephanie Rollins Blake is 45. So are all people that, like, you would think have the knowledge to, like, not Come be shady. Come fucking things. sense. Steve and I were talking. We are like, worried, like, 
concerned that Baltimore is slowly becoming the new Chicago when corruption is the expectation. Like, if you get a politician that's not corrupt, it's like a shock. Uh, so it just and I'm just saying, I'm born and raised there, so it literally hurts my heart to even have to do this. And I was reading, the guy that took over, Bernard Young, he doesn't, so the he had to take over because he was city council president. He doesn't even want to run against his mayor because of the cloud that's over now. He wants to go back to being president after her term is over. They took over. So you are officially canceled, Miss Catherine, Catherine Pugh. Pugh. You are canceled. Goodbye. I really like that segment. <laughs> We're gonna have like a Hall of Fame cancel bitches. Yeah, we like we'll like do- document it when we get our website. Ooh. Let's Venmo me. I know I told you guys I'd Venmo you $5, but Venmo us so we can start a website. But, alright, that's enough of politics. Diving into pop culture. Uh, R.I.P. to John Singleton. I didn't know who this was. I guess I knew who it was indirectly. Like, if you asked me who directed Boys in the Hood, I wouldn't know. But, like, now that you say it's John Singleton, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that's really cool. So, John Singleton uh, died um, from a stroke this past week. Uh, like I just mentioned, he was the director of Boys in the Hood. Um, he was also the director of a few other ones, uh, like big names that I don't know off the top of my head, so I don't want to speak out of my own. A lot of black, black yes, movies. Black culture he was movies. very influential in black Hollywood, for yeah. sure. So, that's and sad. He, he was, was the youngest yeah. and first black person to be nominated for Best Director. Yes. And he died at the age of 51, so very young. Uh, Hollywood was pretty upset about that, obviously. In other news this week, the Billboard Awards were this past, or I guess you guys will be listening to Tuesday, last Wednesday. Uh, I watched them. I thought they were great. Some things that I wrote down in my notes when I was like thinking of highlights included um, Imagine Drag... Imagine Dragons frontman, uh, shit, I forget his name, Dan Reynolds, I'm gonna say. I don't he, know if they've been offensive a couple times. They're really good performers. I don't know much about them, but I they won, they won something. <laughs> I was sitting there watching it, and I didn't even say what they won. I don't even remember what they won. I think like Best Rock or something. I would assume they're not new bands, so yeah, yeah no. Um, but I really I wrote this down because I. I like what they said. So, the front man, Dan Reynolds, I want to say, probably half right on that. Google that. He um, used his platform to bring attention to the problem of conversion therapy, which like mm. spoke to me a lot. <laughs> conversion therapy, if you guys don't know, so conversion therapy is when if you are a child or a preteen teenager, if you're in your adolescence, basically, and you find yourself to be part of the LGBTQ community and your parents don't agree with that, usually is the case, they will send you to conversion therapy and as therapy to con- switch you from gay to straight. It does not work. It's been proven to be ineffective. And detrimental. Well, ineffective <laughs> is like the least like worrying about it. It's so these kids go through it. People or kids that are in the LGBTQ community have a higher rate of suicide among um, like their peers in general, and when they go through this therapy, the rate triples. 
the, the suicide rate for people who go through conversion therapy is over 60%. 60% of people that go through conversion therapy kill themselves. That's insane, and I was very happy that he brought light. I don't think it's a topic that people are even aware of. Like, like I don't think conversion therapy is, like, an everyday topic. Like, it's not a common term that, like, you're aware of. So, props to you. Needs to be brought up more. It's, yeah, it's very good. fucking terrible. There's, I think, over, like, 30 states that don't have any laws banning it. It's insane. So, that was kind of heavy. On, like, a lighter note, uh, Drake became the most awarded artist in the Billboard Music Awards history. With, uh, on that night, he won 12 awards, including Best Artist, including Best Rap Artist, including his Top Streaming Artist, like, all of these crazy things. So, now he is 27. He's the most awarded person in Billboard Music Awards history. And then... I also wanted to say that BTS won top group, obviously. Do you know who BTS is? So it's just like, neither do I. I saw them on SNL once, and I saw them on the Billboard Music Awards. They're like this K-pop band. You know what K-pop yeah. is? They're huge. Every time, and like Billboard's is like, that's in America. So it's like right. obviously like big here, but like way bigger like overseas. Every time they said BTS, the crowd went insane. Like, did not compare it to anything else. And this is a phenomenon, yeah. And they were, like, shocked to have won the award, and everyone was just sitting there, like, they knew it was going to be BTS. So, if you guys know anything, like, that's a great mm. thing you guys can email us about. Like, what is the hype around them? I'm not very What's familiar now? with them, but it is... It reminds me of... Um, something like the Beatles, like girls fainting mm, and like gotcha. passing out when they see them. Like that was the energy I was getting. Uh, did you want to talk about the fashion at the billboards or anything else? Honestly, the only person's dress I remember is Cardi's. Like I, Cardi had a lot of dresses too. She changed outfits quite a bit, but all of them were the same kind of theme. Like her stomach was out, a right. couple of jewels, Kind of like close to neon colors. Uh, I think I like the the red copper one the best. That I was like maroonish. Like, I didn't really like her looks overall. I thought they looked like misplaced. Not for real, what awards? It, no, like misplaced on her body. Oh, like it, I felt like it was very like mixed match. Like I wanted more of a cohesive piece on her. Like it just seemed like chunky and almost like a little like inexpensive. I guess I'm just thinking about that first look that's like orange tangerine-ish. And it was just stripper galore. And I, I was just so fixated on that six-pack. So you might be completely right. And like <laughs> the six-pack may have just taken it for me. It, well, I mean, the six-pack, how could you not miss that? Like, I was sitting there watching with a friend, and both of us were like, oh, my God. Like, how, how long ago did you have a baby? Right. Like, a six-pack now? And, like, you guys, if you didn't watch the six-pack, like, define. Yeah. Like, I could literally... It like, looks penciled if you, like, on. It does. It looks Ridiculous. like it, it was painted onto her. If you could, like, like take your hand and, like, go across... That's a washboard right. app. That is a... Yeah, like, literally, washboard apps. When you're touching it. So good for her, dude. There was also, like, a lot of androgynous vibes. I, like, so many women in, like, suit coats. And I really liked that. Because I think that was, a, like, a badass look. 
I don't know if that's like the style right now, if that's like what's in, but I really liked that. There was so much of it. I know it was Uber in, was it two years ago? Because I remember Beyonce wore that suit to the Met Gala and I was like, oh my god, suits for a woman are so in. I'm like, why can't it just be a suit? And that's what she wore. Why does it have to be a suit for a woman? Good point. I would have called it a suit for a woman too. I like that, that you brought that up. Just a suit. Why does it have to be for a woman? I like that. Because that almost seems like it's only for men, but this one, especially for women, it's like, no, right. it's... We can wear whatever we want. Exactly. Um, I went out on Friday night, this is super off topic, but I was, I'm like wearing this huge gray sweatshirt, Adidas sweatshirt right now, you guys, and I wore it out on Friday night, like to the, to the bars. I saw your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was with my friends and I was like wearing a t-shirt and the same, like I was like wearing workout leggings to work because it was Friday and casual Fridays aren't a thing, but I like think they're a thing. So I just like dressed that way at work. I was like, oh, let me get changed. Like, it's cold. And I just, like, couldn't be bothered. I was like, I have no energy to look cute. And I was like, can I just wear this? They're like, yeah. It was kind of pissy. So I'm, like, older. Like, probably, like... It was like, humid. Yeah, it was gross. Early oh. 30s, lady came up to me when I was at the bar and was like, oh, my God, I am so jealous of you. Like, I wish I could do that. And I just remember looking at her and I was like... <laughs> I was you like, can. I, no, that's why I said. I was like, you can do that. Like, what do you mean? You what, like, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing yeah, a sweatshirt. Like, like, you could easily wear a sweatshirt out, but that's anyways. Um, okay. So for our last topic this week, um, in the movie world, um, Avengers Endgame, which. If you guys are fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I believe it's the 24th movie in that fucking thing. Sure. I, yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. Don't know. <laughs> um, it has just surpassed the Titanic for being the second highest grossing movie ever. So right behind Avatar. And to be honest, I won't be surprised if it surpasses it very quickly. Um, I expected to. Yeah, I do. Right? They haven't gotten my money yet, and I honestly do plan on seeing it, but I'm a working gal, you know, I be thotting about, right, I just, I haven't been able to make it. And it's three hours, so I have to, like, block out, like, a, a significant time of my day to see, I can't go after work, because I get home and say, yeah, that's too much. But, <laughs> good job, Avengers, um, I heard a major character dies, no spoilers, if you email us, and you have spoilers. At least add money if you're gonna do that. Yeah. Someone I, went to the hospital for crying too much. She's okay. It's just when I hear those stories, though. I, I like. I'm like happy that I'm not like so entranced by something where like it has that such a much of effect on my life. But sometimes I'm like, I wish I like was that into like one thing, like that into like this like thing that I'm like it's just, like I get into it so I'm like make an emotional reaction out of me but I'm just like yo I would, I would never go to the hospital because I'm crying too hard right so I'm a massive nerd and I never thought I would see like comic book characters on television or uh, movies but something like the show This Is Us makes me cry more than a Marvel movie that just makes me legitimately happy and even the sad part to like if you know comics well most of the times when those people die, they are brought back. That's kind of the point of them being comic book heroes and not like Game of Thrones-y type people. I don't know. But yeah. 
So good job in game, and I'm sure everyone in the movie, you guys are making great money. Um, cut that check. Be nice if fake news got a shout out. We gave you guys a shout out. Um, yeah, I think we can expect a shout out from them by now. I don't see why not. Mobile Studios, cut that check. Thank you all for listening. Uh, don't forget about that five dollar Venmo. If you listen this long and like, say the code word red. Like R E D. Yeah. Or like R E D. Like the color or. I don't know. I'll know you like listened. Let's go with the color red. R E D. If you Venmo me the word R E D, I'll Venmo you ten dollars. One person. Because I'm broke. Yes, thank you guys. Bye. Tune in next week. Love you. Thanks for making it to the end of the podcast, guys. See you next week.